Well, here it is. Hello and welcome to the Daily Issues podcast, or if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. Strap yourself in for a brilliant episode. And please, before you do anything, like, subscribe, do whatever you've got to do to support the podcast. We'd love it so, so much. And also, if you're feeling really supportive and really great, sign up to the Patreon for extra content. You get a, you get the episodes a week early, and you also get a monthly Q&A with me and my dad. So please do that. I'd love it so, so, so much. And it would also help me financially a lot to keep this podcast going. But strap yourself in, enjoy the episode, and we'll see you on the other side. We're off. How you doing, Dad? I'm good. I've got a cold. Yeah. So I've got like a bit of a red nose. Okay, but I keep. I won't accept that it's a cold. I, I. My philosophy is it's basically it's a body cleaning out. Okay, it's just basically when you go to Witherspoons and you go to get a coffee. Okay, and sometimes the machine's going through a cleaning process. So I just my view is it's a body going through a cleaning process, cleansing. Well, at least now you've got a red nose because you're. You've got a cold or not because you're doing coke. Yeah, that's always better. Always better. Yeah, I've got my excuse for it now. Okay, yeah. so. Mm. I was <laughs> ill a couple of weeks ago. It's fucking terrible, isn't it, being ill? It's just, it's, you know, it's, it's a constant runny nose. It's really bloody irritating because you kind of do something and every five seconds you've got to be finding a, a tissue to blow. So yeah, but I had just... a really bad stomach flu. Did you? Did I tell you about that? No. Well, yeah, I just woke up. It was a week before I went to America, so not last week, the week before I woke up on Monday, just feeling terrible. And then so I, I thought I, I thought I was just hungry, so I went downstairs to eat a banana, ate that, no different. And then I went to the co-op, which is just down the road, to get like a LucasAid and stuff. And I was <laughs> I was I was all buying the LucasAid, and I was being sick in my mouth at the counter. Oh my god! So I just went outside and was sick on the floor. And even the homeless guy was looking at me like, oh, that looks, that looks rough. He looks awful. <laughs> yeah, I, should yeah, make, yeah. I should maybe get my sandwich or something. Yeah. Um, so then, yeah, then I was just sick for like three days <laughs> straight. Had to cancel my gigs and stuff. And be, it's it my first time being sick away from living with mum. Oh, yeah, you said, because you said it's brilliant being sick at mum's. Yeah, it is. Was, it, was like, it, was like, it was like not being sick. It was like, yeah. Like a holiday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Bring you soup and 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 LucasAid and all the nice bits and pieces, yeah. But now we're in a, in a house share and all of them are out in the day, so I was just there, like a like a. Are you feeling sad for yourself? Sorry for yourself. Well, do you know what I did enjoy about being sick is because I find it very difficult, and you're going to find this hard to believe, but I find it very difficult to sit and do nothing. Because <laughs> no, I always no. want to. <laughs> You've never had a problem with no. Because with... I always want to work at some capacity. I now, we're like... even a restaurant, it's like it's like after the first course is over, right? It's it, we're gonna be long here now. Yeah, I hate sitting after you've eaten. It's terrible, isn't it? You trying to leave? It's it's called conversation. It's kind of. It's... Oh, you're saying I do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, soon yeah. it's over. Like <laughs> yeah, Emily hates that, but um. The good thing about being a sick is you can. I was be, doing nothing with no guilt. Yeah, that's, so that, was that good. is. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so today we're going to talk about when me and you went on a a, a pickup 
course. And I think you, to people that don't know what that is, maybe you could describe it in a quick summary. Well, there's there's kind of, um, I guess, a very niche community of men. And a lot of people hate this community. They, they kind of hate it for the wrong reasons, though, because actually it's not it's not about teaching men to, you know, I don't know. It's, it's actually not about about because the common thing you think, right, is about is about men, you know, for example, manipulating uh, women, manipulating women so they can sleep with as many women as they want. It's actually not. It's about it's about um, teaching men to kind of refoster or re harness the skills that we used to have before we had dating apps and and um also websites like plenty of fish and stuff like that whereas i think the sort of your classic sort of james bond who would who would you know walk up to a girl in, in a cocktail bar and and have some great banter with her and then before you know it okay they were drinking together etc cetera, etc cetera. It, it's that's gone and you always use James Bond as an example, but he's also he's, like... he's, because he's he's one of the best. He also drives an underwater car. Yeah, but parking that, the original James Bond, he wasn't doing all that stuff. What he right, was okay. is he was an absolute Casanova. The bloke was the bloke was a legend. Okay, uh, at for example, he was just you know he was he was a man a woman would want to have would want to spend time with, and I think whereas now with Tinder, it's just so. It's kind of, it's, it, it's so clinical and also, but it's also got to the point where, where you've almost got to have an MVP level five in Tinder to even get anywhere. Okay. Because unless you have great banter, unless you have great lines. Okay. But a lot of girls have said to me with blokes who they met on Tinder, they got fantastic lines until you meet them and their conversation is dead. They have nothing to talk about. Okay, so they're brilliant at communicating, getting the dates, but when they go on the dates, they're absolutely shit. So I think it's it for me. It was it was about because when you're married for 22 years and then you come out of that marriage, you 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 think to yourself, well, that's fine, you know. It's I just sort of go out and um and and get myself, you know, some female company, go and meet some nice ladies. Okay, and then you find (laughs) then you find out you're fucking shit at it, and you think, God, this is this is this is awful. Okay, because everything that you're so, for example, okay, if you use the example that you want to learn to play the guitar, the best thing you can do is is spend three hours a day playing the guitar, working as hard as you possibly can, and then eventually, in six months' time, or yeah, you're going to be great at playing the guitar. Well, if you spend the same time, if you think, well, I'm going to spend three hours a day, um, or I'm going to uh, apply the same sort of science to talking to women, okay it's not going to work because you're going you're to annoy a lot of women desperate huh? you're going to annoy a lot of women you're going to come across as really desperate yeah. again really needy okay and so and so it's counterintuitive because guys think but all i want is a girlfriend or all i want is is you know someone to take to a party or something like that okay so but surely if i if i apply myself and i i talk to this person as much as i can then they're definitely going to like me what well, just doesn't work that way it's mm. so the opposite of that I've even had women say to me, they can even tell from a text message, a hi from a bloke that they know, they think this guy is fucking needy. Okay, really? I'm not going to lie to him. Just, just literally a hi. A friend of mine, a good friend of mine said to me, he said, Andy, women are psychic. And they fucking are. They mm. literally are. They, they intuitively just know what's going on. So when they get approached, it's, again, I've, looked, I've had a lot of platonic, girl, platonic girlfriends who said to me, they're happily... 
um, let a man approach them in a bar and buy them a drink, and then they fuck off and take that drink. They don't. Yeah, have I've had that many a time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you think it's <laughs> brilliant? I've got my in. Yeah, yeah. I have a margarita. Oh, I have a, actually, could buy, you buy my friend a drink too. She's really nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we catch you later. You'll never see them again. There, one time in London, I left some event or something, and I went to a. I still wanted to carry on, so I went to a bar by myself, paid a £20 entrance fee, went in, bought a girl a drink for £15. She she walked off, then I just left. <laughs> I didn't even have a drink myself. Just... Jesus Christ. So you, you, you were sort of like a, a butler, really. A, yeah, a, always a, the time. You, you, sort of, you were like a butler. Not even, she wasn't paying you, you were paying to be her butler. I was paying to be her butler, yeah. yeah. Great, yeah. yeah. I was no, I remember. I'm surprised you say, can you walk my dog tomorrow or something like that? Well, she didn't want to see me again. That would involve seeing me again. I, I probably I would, would have done that. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fine. I do it every day. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, but that's that literally almost, almost whatever the phrase is of how men are. They almost do anything. And obviously, the more attractive a woman is, they don't think themselves she might be a complete bitch. The more attractive, the more, they, the more they're willing to sort of just to just become a complete fucking lapdog. Okay, and so the pickup community was about teaching men to be to actually be a man who a woman would want to spend time with, someone who had who had qualities to offer, and wasn't going to have that that sort of needy. Okay, or we or can we not be girl? Can we not be boyfriend girlfriends? Okay, that sort of that that vibe. I mean, a guy who wants to be out there having fun on his own. So therefore. If someone has fun, if they have a fun life, then women want to spend time with them. Okay, but if it's based on the expectation, oh no, okay, um, I need to have fun to be with you or fun, okay, with you, then obviously that's just that's just fucking needy. You you you're not taking that person on your journey. You are making them your journey. Mm. I remember you. We 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 were, we were out for dinner. One night, and I was about 18, 19 years old, maybe we were my friend, and he, uh, and then you mentioned this world of, of this community, and you mentioned what they do, and they go out and they teach men to approach women. I thought, that's fucking insane. That's, that sounds like some kind of magical, well, like a magical, like some kind of, you know, secret world, because it kind of is. It's like fucking dust. Yeah. <laughs> when you find this stuff, you have to go Harry to- Potter, I want this. Chinese medical, Chinese. Yeah. Okay, Fuck off, Hogwarts. Mix, mix some unicorn horns and some lion's tail yeah. or something. But it yeah. kind of is a secret world, though. You know, like it's, it's very. World. Um, so you introduced me to that, and I thought that's in, that's interesting. I would maybe like to explore that in some in some capacity. And then a few weeks later, you messaged me and you said, "Oh, this woman. I think you read someone's book." her book and you said this woman's running this course in 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 london it's this much do you want to come so we went on it in london we went to uh you reminded me actually i did i read her book and the reason i really liked the reason i wanted to read her book is because i i listened to countless okay for example i don't know uh series dvds whatever you want to call them youtube stuff from men Okay, and I thought... Be whatever really... you want to call it, YouTube stuff. If it's on YouTube, it's YouTube stuff. It's not... Well, no, I, don't, I, I think I'd, I'd also... I'd, a friend of mine had given me this this sort of um, this course that was, that was on DVDs, and it was... It, I mean, Christ, it was like 12 DVDs from a guy called David D'Angelo, who's very, very famous for this type of community. Okay, 
That's the interesting thing because you couldn't get you couldn't get further away from meeting women than sitting in your room by yourself watching DVDs on how to meet women. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. But I think it's like anything. It's a bit like it's a bit like so many sort of life skills where people think, yeah, that's okay. What I do is, you know, I get myself a girlfriend, and then and then at some point, or a couple of girlfriends, then we get engaged, and then then we get married, and then I have kids. Okay, now all these things are significant fucking chapters, and you really want some guidance or or education in in each of those steps about, you know, first of all, you're gonna get yourself a girlfriend. Well. Why would you first? The first, the first thing you should say to yourself is 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 what value does she add to me, and what value do I add to her? Okay, mm-hmm. and ultimately, if you find yourself in a situation where you think, well, actually, this is just okay, then why the fuck are you still there? Okay, and it's the same with then you get engaged or married, meet the parents, have kids. Well, having kids, you know, changing nappies and shit like that, and 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 caring for a child is something you've never been trained for. But we assume that just because we haven't and everyone else does it, that we should be good at it. Hmm. And that's that's a really flawed philosophy. So you've got to get some training first. You've got to do some education. I mean, as you know, I'm a massive believer in in, yeah. in, sort of, in what's the word where self, okay, what's it called? Self-development. Yeah, I just, I've read, I don't know how many books I've read on self-development. Okay, and different things I've watched, love self-development. I, I think the best the best investment anyone can make is developing is developing. So what you so what you've got to do before you have a baby is steal someone else's baby and just practice. <laughs> no, you want to do that, but actually in fairness, if someone else does have a child, okay, whether it's it could be your brother, you could say, Can I do you know, shall I take your child out or or can we babysit or stuff like that? So yeah, you could think yourself, you could try it. And after a weekend, you might think, fucking hell, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ready for this. You know, this is really hard work. I don't okay. think I could have kids because I was on the plane to back from America, right? And there was this kid honestly crying the whole time. And I genuinely considered awful. I genuinely considered saying to the parents, Can you get him to stop? please I know. as I if they weren't that. already trying to get him to stop waiting waiting because they were they were just completely unaware of that yeah they, they were just good us the worst thing is if you think you think it's bad from a parent's perspective must be they awful ask, yeah. they think they, they they're so aware that everyone else in that plane is being affected by their child yeah. and the responsibility is huge so yeah because when yeah, your kids being really and was there a point where you I was being really annoying or George is being really annoying and you just thought, listen, you little prick, shut the fuck up. I think... With, like you literally with, wanted to throw with, us out a window. With Georgina, she, she, when she cried, she couldn't stop. I mean, the midwife, uh, Vanessa's relatives, they all tried to stop her crying and, and they couldn't. She was horrendous. Okay, and then she, she got older, she grew out of it. But we never had that with you. I mean, maybe I've got... Maybe I've, I've been wearing rose-coloured spe- spectacles, but... You two are just easy kids. Okay, I don't, I don't, but I think, I think when we, when I've spoken to, or I, I think some, you know, enlightening moments for me were when Vanessa said, when you were maybe both a bit older, she said, you know, the kids find you really scary. Okay, and uh, and I reflected on that, and I think, is that so bad? And I think, no, there should be, there should be a genuine level of respect for a parent. Okay, but I, I also then thought, well, actually, the kids find you really fucking scary. Okay. Yeah. I think as parents, we probably were quite scary, quite united. So in that respect, um, but we weren't strict or harsh. We weren't. So you, I mean, Christ, you two had great lives, and 
and you did pretty much whatever you wanted. Okay, so in that respect, okay, it was easy. It wasn't a problem. But yeah, anyway, so we we went on this, we did this, we booked this this course, and it was in a. Kensington. We all met in Kensington, so we. Well, no, what I'm saying is, I liked it because it's a woman. Whereas the 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 uh, this 99 percent of the pickup community was predominantly or was was men. Okay, sure. so and I thought, well, why do I want it from a male's perspective? It's always always going to be slanted. Mm. So she was brilliant to listen to, and then sorry, you can take over now. Yeah, we went on this. We went. We went to Kensington. We got all dressed up. We drove from Somerset, where we lived. To, to 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 Kensington booked a B&B or a hotel I think one or two and we went to this place and, and we were expecting it to be like in um you know in like a hall or like a restaurant and it was just one of the instructor's flats <laughs> yeah so we went up there there was like 20 blokes in there maybe all sat down and they started giving these talks and to be to be honest like, when I heard these guys speak because the confidence was oozing off yeah. and they were very good speakers and i thought these guys are superhumans yeah yeah yeah. A gen- yeah. i can't remember what his name was i think his name was mark do you remember him gray hair yeah yeah and he'd, yeah, but, he, but... he did a talk and his his what impressed me is the way he used swearing was so effective not too often not too little and the thing is, they weren't just talking about women. They was talking about psychology and he was talking about the most... Because I was wearing a very... I remember I was wearing like a very... Like a navy green shirt and he was saying how I was anyone wearing a non-common colour. I was thinking, fucking... So they all did this talk and it was, it was very interesting. And then and then Kezia, the woman that ran the course, I think she came in. Yeah, she did come in. She did a quick presentation. And then we got paired in these. <laughs> and then <laughs> And then all of the blokes did a talk, didn't they? And, and some of them, there was, <laughs> there was one talking exactly. about selling. Initially, the charisma from these guys, the, the, the sort of the lecturers or the instructors was, was incredible, was amazing, yeah. And then everyone had to get up and, and sort of say, I don't know, 30 seconds about themselves. Hi, I'm such, a, I'm Andrew. Well, I'm there was this to... one like Eastern European guy going, I sell kids toys. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Yeah, so I have a business in Germany, and I sell the children's toys." And, like, <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "For some reason, that. I just can't meet women." <laughs> Wonder why that is. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I, that's perplexing me. <laughs> you, I, the one thing I remember about you is you had a bottle of water, and you wouldn't fucking stop drinking it. So when when you sat next to me, okay, every thirty seconds, you were taking the top off. Okay, having a oh, sweet. Really? Got back on. Okay, yeah. I was thinking, can you fucking stop drinking that water? <laughs> it can't be, but I think you do it from nervousness. So I was pretty nervous, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but it's kind of one of those things you're thinking, yeah, yeah, I want this to go on for as long as possible because I know in a minute they're going to say, because we knew the content of the course. You've got to get up. Oh, no, you've got to right, go Now you're coming out and you're going to have to approach women yourselves. Okay, yeah. so I was thinking, yeah, this is all, this is in a nice, cozy, warm place. Okay. Yeah being talked to by all these clever people but i don't want the second bit to come and you know what i did i went (laughs) i went to this is typical i went to the toilet in the guy's flat it was one of the instructor's flats like i said and i went into the toilet in his flat and then someone else went in after me and they went dom can you clean your skid marks off the toilet oh my god (laughs) (laughs) but even thought you had a dump in their flat i'm not i needed a poo i was nervous 
I might go to the hotel before or something like yeah. that. No. No, let's just let's just plant one in the in the yeah, toilet. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, so we did that, and then we got paired in a in a group of I don't know, fucking. Hell. We got paired four? in a group. Huh? I think it was about four. But I just, the reason I said fucking hell is because I remembered one of the guys we were paired with, which we'll come to. Um, but we were paired with with one of the instructors, and she was a female instructor, Minnie. Very good, very good indeed. Very good. I think it's okay yeah. to say that because it's not a real name. Stage name. Yeah, she was very good, and she'd take us out, and we would. She would be like, "You've got to start," and we had to start approaching women, and they gave us these stock lines. And I remember, obviously, we were, it was a, t- a very scary thing to do, but we were paired with a guy, and he just wouldn't. Do you remember him? He wouldn't do it, and he kept on. He kept on. Um, intellectual why, why he wouldn't. Yeah, okay. and it was. I, I, I think mean, he. I think he stormed he, off at one point. I think he just think left. He did, but he, he, me, he was going right. I don't know what to do with this guy. You yeah, know, he's just. He's just. He doesn't want. He just. He wouldn't do it. And she was trying to dumb it down. So, you know, go into a shop and ask a girl for um, where such and such is. She was yeah. trying to make it easy as possible. Mm. But he, I think she maybe got him to go into a shop and say, you know, where are the watches or some, some, something like that. But yeah, maybe pair a compliment. But yeah, he was absolutely obviously, but came across as as kind of quite confident. But he was obviously absolutely. I think it came across as quite rude at some point. Yeah, the way he was yeah. speaking to Minnie. I think that was the issue. Arrogant. But um, but the thing is with this stuff, right? Is we're talking about. I'm going to address this because we're talking about it now, and people there will be a lot of people. Well, there's not a lot of people listening to this, but hopefully one day there will be. But the, the people that are listening to this, they might be thinking this is a manipulative thing. But I don't do any of the stuff that we did now. Obviously, I have a girlfriend and stuff. And I, I think, but I got very, because uh, I, I, I was a personal trainer at the time, and then I would run classes and groups and stuff. And I did get, and this has helped me a lot with my comedy, because I think you learn to just accept that not everything's going to go because sometimes you walk up to a girl, you'd say, hi, my name's Dom, and they just walk straight past. At one point, I, honestly, I approached girls and they just went, fuck off, which is fair yeah, enough. Because yeah. they, they don't want to be bothered, so they just go, fuck off. But it, it learns, especially in comedy, to just appreciate, to just learn the rejection is part of life. And it gave me much more confidence than... Like Emily says I'll speak to... Says that I just don't have any social barriers and that part might be because i'm slightly autistic but i think it's because of that i just i'll do anything and it's because i spent you know weeks doing just approaching people and speaking to them and it's not just women it's everyone i think i think it's because the same with cavos in some respects i think i mean obviously the problem is we're so petrified of rejection or, or or social disapproval so therefore we think, well, I won't do that. I won't do this. Okay. And you sort of, you, you then put yourself very much in this bubble, whereas actually often the reaction that you're saying is quite adverse. And the general reaction when you talk to someone or try and, it's, it's because obviously, yeah, if you, if it's like, it's a bit like cold calling someone on the phone and trying to sell them something. If you, if there's, especially in London, you know, I don't know fucking how peak time, okay, is God forbid, and you, you, you start walking down the escalator, okay, during the rush hour, okay, and trying to approach a girl, she's on her way home. She mm-hmm. doesn't want to engage with you. But obviously, it's because you get, because I think you get 
okay, I'm sure some people know about this, but if they don't, you get day gaming and night gaming. So day gaming, for example, would be, okay, Christ, walking through Leicester Square, okay, and and literally approaching a gal and, and trying to engage her in conversation, okay, but the, the principal thing we're always told is be interested in that person. You've got to be interested. Okay, it's not, you know, you're you're looking to engage and connect with them. Okay. And then, you know, maybe escalate it, have a cup of coffee, meet up, whatever. Okay. And night gaming is obviously where you might approach someone in a bar. Well, obviously, mm. night gaming is a shitload easier because they're Well, it's I don't know if it's easier, it's just more um more normal because people well, relax. Well, speak, relaxed, when a bit of people speak to lot a lot of people speak to people they don't know in bars and go home with them but in the day that's just not a common thing yeah because normally people in the day are they're on they're on you know there's a lunch hour or they're on their way home so it's mm. going to be a lot harder to engage with them okay whereas if they're at a bar then you've got a captive audience for a lot longer but so, then i also think the thing with that is it's you know it's more um artificial so in a way because you're assisted by alcohol yeah, but it's also socially accepted. I mean, if you go into a bar, the chances are, okay, it, it's you're going to be approached by some bloke or, or, or you know, a girl behind who works in a bar. I mean, Christ, if you talk to girls who who work in bars, they've been asked dozens, if not hundreds, of times by by customers, yeah. okay, if they'd like if they'd like to, to go out for a date and so on and so forth. So, yeah, it's much more sort of, uh, but. Yeah, so that's kind of it. But it's 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 but some of the time, okay, you know, if you if you go up to a woman and you and you you pair a compliment, generally you'll get an alright response. Well, I found sometimes you'd get a if you say I like your dress, whatever, you'd get a um, you know, you get oh thanks, yeah. and then they move on a lot of the time, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. yeah, because thing is, if someone like the other day, I uh, when I was at the airport. I was stood at the bar in the airport trying to get service and there was a girl sat next to with the chair I was at and she goes, this chair's $20. And she was obviously trying to flirt with me and I just went, what the fuck? And I just walked off. I just, cause I just, <laughs> couldn't, I just couldn't. And then she was like, I'm joking because she thought I was offended but I just couldn't be fucked to engage with her. Was she, was she English or American? I think she was Eastern European. Oh, wow. But she was clearly trying to flirt with me and obviously I would go I'm just not going to pursue that but I just she just went this chair's $20 and I just went I just went oh good and then I just walked off well, it's quite a good line no it's pretty yep yeah, and I'm sure you know for anyone else it would have been you know they could have fucked in the disabled toilet but I just was interesting but I again what a... I'm saying is is it, it throws you off in that moment it does throw you off. So and then you think, it, and it also takes long enough to calibrate what they said. And then so often by the time you've understood, you're off or they're off anyway. So, mm. but I think also the the other thing is we're just petrified of, as I say, rejection or, or doing things wrong. Okay. But we'll know that the only way to learn to ride a bike or swim is to do it fucking wrong. You're yeah. not going to learn. And there's no there's no amount of books you could read. Okay. I mean you could watch, you could read, you could read a thousand books on riding a bike or or a thousand YouTube videos. You'd still never learn to ride that bike without trying it. So mm. you've got to be prepared to fall off the bike, hurt yourself a bit, and get back on it. Okay. So I think it was it's much more about okay, approaching and and knowing it's going to I mean the instructors would have known it's gonna be a fuck up. 
okay yeah. they, they know that but it's a numbers game too so the more people you approach the better you'll therefore get the more comfortable you feel i mean you don't remember first of all if they said <clears throat> they'd say go and approach a group of two girls okay and that was like what the fuck are you talking about this is this must be some secret code okay yeah. and and the, it's even approaching one girl was hard but a group of two or three initially was so fucking petrifying it was off the scale however i keep you and i both know approaching two girls is easier than approaching one yeah okay yeah. so the bigger the group the better okay but initially it's like no 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 no. you must be mental you crazy mm-hmm. fucker and then we'd even say you go and do it because we'd think it's impossible yeah 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 well, cheeky fuck we go and do it and it's like <laughs> oh, christ it was Five minutes later, all right, okay, mate, we just can approach them. Not, yeah. Not, 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 not engaging. Yeah, not, you're on our time, eh? You're on the clock. But, but I do think, um, <laughs> I, I will say that I do think some of this, I do think there is, you know, uh, some, um, mani- there is a lot of manipulation in that world of what I experienced. And there's a lot of things that I, I wouldn't necessarily agree with. But I think it's more the life lessons you learn away from you know away from the woman aspect you do learn a lot from it that's not you know just about women i think i found it's yeah i mean obviously but if it's because those instructors would be like you've got to dedicate your life to it you've got to approach 20 women a day and i also saw a video of one the other day came on my youtube and he said you should never be in a relationship and i thought that's fucking ridiculous isn't it they just go to extreme I think that extreme though. I think the thing is what you need to do sometimes is put yourself in that extreme situation and then maybe put yourself in the other extreme situation to get a balance. Okay. I don't think I think I watched people, there was this thing on the BBC last night. I can't remember, I think it's about um something about, you know, uh uh oh, what the fuck is it called? About men feeling that, you know, they don't have a place in life and women are, you know it's men are downtrodden and and now they need to sort of stand up for themselves and i watched it for about 10 minutes i thought you're fucking extreme i mean there's even one group of men will have nothing to do with women now and you think how how what you you, you're saying that every sort of every woman on the planet is awful this is ridiculous yeah but i think i think the sort of it's it's you've got to kind of experience that extremism to then think that's not for me i like that and i like that so cherry pick bits and pieces that you can work with and the rest of it just is bollocks because like you said they were i mean all these guys were trying to build businesses out of it okay which is fucking tough because you've got to get a continual stream of of clients who are going to pay you money and then you take them out okay and so on and so forth there must be an easy way easier way to earn money i mean not that you necessarily Okay, getting on stage <laughs> and, and inflicting yourself. Yeah, but mine's an industry. They're creating an industry. Yeah, yours you is know? an industry. It's already an industry, and there's many more yeah. things I could do. Um, but yeah, and I remember the. Um, I think we'll do another one talking about the actual course we went on. But we did this this one day boot camp, and then it was um. So it was in the day. I remember it was in the day. We do a few hours of what we just talked about. And then went for lunch or something. And even lunch was still intense because we were with the instructors. We went to Westfield, Westfield Shopping Centre. Yeah, Westfield Shopping Centre. A lot of people know where Westfield is in London. Yeah. Okay, it's a fucking huge shopping centre. It's vast. It's like, I don't know, it's it, it's it's massive. Okay, and then they'd say, right, there you go. Just kind of approach someone who's who's doing a bit of shopping. Okay, yeah. or someone in a restaurant or something. It's like, what the fuck? Okay. Well, and then but... we went for lunch. And then I think we went for a, 
debrief somewhere, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know where that was. It wouldn't have been back at the flat, would it? Maybe it was actually. Yeah, I think it was. Went back to the it flat. Was, yeah. And then we went out in the night and did what? Did the night stuff. Yeah. Everyone just, I, I feel like there, everyone just kind of got pissed and to relax. Everyone quit there. <laughs> yeah. Everyone just like going to the pub. Everyone quit. Okay. Yeah. And at one point, you were, I remember you were getting ID'd and you were like, I'm 53 years old or whatever. You, you were serious? Yeah. Did you not have ID? I thought, seriously, I'm past that. Yeah. That's fucking sailed. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think let's do, because we're going to get cut off, but let's do another one and we'll talk about the actual, because after that, we went on a, longer version of this which was a week which was fucking torture wasn't it that was absolutely torturous yeah, yeah probably, one, probably one of the hardest things i've ever done yeah. second to crossfit okay but yeah we'll talk about that we'll save that for the next one okay right. so that's All it everyone join the patreon subscribe to the thing see you soon well there it is another episode of the daddy issues podcast made another episode listened to another day lived and obviously it's been a great day after you listen to the Daddy Issues podcast. Thank you so much for listening again. I'm going to say it again. Like, subscribe, share, whatever you've got to do. And the Patreon. Get on it. All right. See you next week. Every Friday. Bye.